Hey guys, welcome back to Bible Plus Podcast. We're on to 1 Peter chapter 4. You know, the writings of Peter are special in that they combine two things, life and government. So you could say the overall theme of 1 and 2 Peter is the Christian life under the government of God. And you know, God's government is not a topic that Christians often speak about because of the obvious fact that none of us like to talk about us being judged. But Peter is clear and strong that God will judge everyone and everything, including believers. I know there's a common thought that we will not have any judgment from God because Christ bore all of our sins on the cross and God will only judge the unbelievers in the lake of fire. But that's actually not true. According to 1 Peter, there's a fiery ordeal coming upon us and God's allowing it to refine us. That word for fire there means smelting furnace. That refer, It's like a metaphor for the fire that refines gold. So God has a positive purpose in dealing with us, even disciplining us, and that is to bring us to full maturity. So again, that connects life and government. So today we're on to chapter 4 where he, in, in verse 1, he tells us to arm ourselves with a mind for suffering, the same mind that Christ had. And, you know, the mind, the thought life, what we think, it really controls all of our actions. And one of the basic thoughts that he's trying to address and counter is that we might think, as long as I'm a good Christian and love the Lord and do God's will, God will bless me. He won't allow me to suffer. Everything will work out. I'll have a good house, a nice car. I'll be healthy. But Peter's saying the opposite. He's saying, expect sufferings as, as believers. And just look at the Lord's life. If you think the life of a Christian is no sufferings, look at his life. I mean, he, loved, he did the will of God the most, yet he was born into a poor family. He was opposed. He was one from whom men hid their faces, and he bore the scorn and shame, pain of the cross for us. So if that's his life, how much more ours, we who love the Lord? Peter is saying, even the more you love the Lord, the more you do his will, the more you'll he, God will allow you to be deprived and suffer. And it's so that we would pass through his discipline in this age. And it's all of our suffering in this age uh, would cause us to be mature and not need judgment in the next age. Why, why though, do we suffer in this age? It's because this age in which we live is a corrupt age. It's an age that runs away from God. And because we don't go along with this age, we endure sufferings. And you know, sufferings they do something positive. They cause us to cease from sin. It says this in this chapter, he who has suffered has ceased from sin. And you could say pleasure, pleasure heats up the lusts of our flesh, but suffering cools them down. And you know, suffering restricts us from indulging in our lusts. God might assign certain sufferings to us, like the, the financial limitation, the being forced to work long hours at a job. Well, you might think that's a suffering, but actually it's a protection from God because if you're 
forced to work long hours at a job, you won't have a lot of excess time to indulge in all kinds of lusts of your flesh. We know that it's the wealthiest people who often indulge the lusts of their flesh the most. And also we should realize sufferings will never be more than we can bear. God will measure out, assign out to us sufferings, but he's a faithful creator that we can commit our souls to, and he'll take care of us our whole life. And you know, this age is running into, he says, a flood of dissoluteness. And we participated in that in the past before believing in Christ, but he says that was enough. That time is sufficient. And now when you don't run into that same flood of dissoluteness, the ones who do think it's strange that you're not going with them. But the strange thing is that they are running into a flood of dissoluteness. So I think Peter is trying to wake us up, make us sober, realize there is a judgment coming. They'll have to render an account. And he's causing us to live a sober life now under God's government. And he gives this little section here about being a steward of the varied grace of God. A very positive section. He says we should show love, show hospitality, minister to others, speak for God, serve God out of the strength which God supplies, and even rejoice when we do share in the sufferings of Christ. And he says when we rejoice in the sharing, rejoice in sharing the sufferings of Christ, we may rejoice exultingly in the manifestation of Christ in the future. And you could liken this to putting money in the bank now. When you put money in the bank now, you'll know it will earn interest. And when you withdraw it in the future, it will be greater. So similarly, when we share the sufferings of Christ now, we can rejoice knowing that our deposit in the heavenly bank is growing. And when he's manifested, we'll rejoice exultingly. So thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. And we'll see you tomorrow with First Peter chapter 5.